A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, M. Hello, you're listening to a podcast from the Pod Academy. I'm Lee Millam. What does it mean to be dyslexic? A new book, The Dyslexia Debate, says the term dyslexia is a broad and meaningless label. The book also suggests that children are often labelled dyslexic when exhibiting a range of different reading difficulties. One of the authors of this title is Professor Julian Elliott from Durham University. One of the things that happen quite often when a youngster is struggling with their reading is that some well-meaning soul will come along and say, have you ever thought that perhaps little Jimmy might be dyslexic? Perhaps you should go send him off for dyslexia assessment and see whether he is, and if he is, well, great. Now, there's all sorts of problems with that. The first problem is that actually making a diagnosis of dyslexia is, very, uh, is, is not scientific because the criteria that people use varies greatly from one person to another. In other words, what one person thinks is dyslexia, another person doesn't. So firstly, you can't make a decision in a clear, consistent way about whether a child is dyslexic or not. Secondly, even if you do decide or determine that the child is dyslexic, having done that, there is no intervention, there is no educational treatment which you would do differently for that child than you would do for any other child who's struggling to learn to read. There are some weird and wacky interventions and treatments, but none of those have the support of academic scientific research. But having a test and a diagnosis for dyslexia can be a positive thing, as we hear now from Patricia Simmons. Evelyn wore a handful of dust. If it was, if it was anyone's fault, it was Mr Grant Manson's making him go in. It wasn't anyone's fault, they say. Tom was alone in the library. I was diagnosed probably 1997 when I went into college. It's the first time I was actually diagnosed with um, dyslexia. And how old were you at the time? I was probably 17, 17 or 18. So you went through the whole schooling experience being dyslexic but not actually knowing it? Yes, yes I did. While I was at primary school and secondary school I well at primary school that they didn't really give me an extra help but they knew that I had difficulties with reading and and writing so maybe the tutor might take um, more time working with me at secondary school I think they realized I wasn't learning like the other children in the school Um, so I went to a girls school um, uh, so my tutor realised that I, I kind of needed extra support with my, with again my writing and my reading, and I, I believe I would have been probably about um, twelve when I started getting um, extra support. Um, so um, at times they would either be in the classroom or I'd be taken out of the classroom um, and sit with a tutor. Um, and just go through some reading. Sometimes it's basic even reading the time that I struggled with. So you you were given some extra support at school. Mm-hmm. Um, did that help? Yeah, it did. Um, it was still a bit um, difficult because I really didn't know what 
I, I didn't know why I needed extra help. Nobody can explain to me why. I knew that I was struggling, but I but it was almost like it was almost like I was I was different from the other kids in the class because I had to be taken out of the classroom to actually get this extra help which I actually really appreciated Um, and it was actually to have somebody who um, you know could spend one-on-one time with me to actually go for everything because I I kind of felt confused in the classroom when you know a teacher would talk about something and and then I had to sit down and and kind of um, present a piece of work and um, you know I'd always struggle and I couldn't quite understand why I was always struggling Um, so I found it I found it helpful sitting with, with, with a tutor one-to-one and actually, you know, um, them going through things with me. So you were given this extra help. How are you feeling? I was, I was really pleased about it. I was kind of thinking, OK, fantastic. I can, I can start to understand things or, um, you know, start to do the work a lot more easier. So I was, I was really grateful for the extra help. Um, but it, it did make me feel um, kind of like... Um, maybe outside the group, um, you know, I'd be taken out of the class to um, have these one-to-one sessions. On occasion, somebody would sit in the room, um, but maybe that was more embarrassing, actually, for me. So, actually, to be taken out of the class was helpful, but in a way, I'd miss what was going on in the class with the other students. So, I felt a bit excluded, I think, with the other kids in the class. So, when you were... Um at college and you were 17 years old and you got your diagnosis how did it feel to finally get that diagnosis it was a relief it was it was a huge relief because I felt as if I knew what was wrong with me I wasn't just the dumb girl in the class or the one that you know um, didn't get things and the one that was slow I actually had a diagnosis of what was um uh, maybe you could describe it as what was wrong with me and and I kind of knew I started to learn how to manage it and how to cope with it whilst before I, I didn't know how how to manage it so what kind of coping strategies do you use well one of the things is obviously um I, I realized that the more I read and the easier it would be for me to um recognize or even remember words i i realized that i needed to have no distraction distraction when i'm when i'm studying i i i grew up in a household of you know four other children so there was five of us all together so i needed to be in a quiet room to actually do any work um and i i kind of realized that i needed to give myself also um some time and i need to ask for help um, if I didn't understand something and also to, to kind of I guess uh, starting to um, read about dyslexia as well and, and having the tutor explain to me what it was and, and, and you know kind of some coping strategies I, I think I remember the first time that, that somebody had suggested it I was, so, I was kind of so relieved that actually there was a name for whatever it is that I've got I remember, I remember a, 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 somebody from the education department in Islington who went to my mum, came to my mum's house actually and, and kind of um, had a chat with her and they were saying that, you know, maybe I had special, um, special learning difficulties and I should look at going to a special school to help me with my learning. And my mum was very, um, 
you know, she was very upset by that. She said there was nothing wrong with me and that she didn't feel that I needed to be um, in a special school. And she kind of had a um, an idea what special school meant. And I, um, I remember there was, there was a kid um, lived nearby who would get in this special bus um, and had special learning difficulties, would get in the bus and would go to this school. And I remember being quite curious what that was about and asking my mum about it. And she was like, you, you know, that's that's for kids that have got problems. And um, so when this woman suggested that, you know, I should get on that bus as well, and my mum was absolutely... She wasn't happy at all and didn't agree with it. And she wanted me to continue going to, um, um, I guess, a normal secondary school. So, so in a way, I'm quite glad that she did that. Um, but it, I, I guess I'm disappointed that I didn't really get diagnosed um, when I was younger because actually I think it would have helped me with my exams. It would have just helped me understand myself better. So now you're um, working full time. Mm. Um, how does dyslexia impact on your on your day to day work? So currently, I work as a counsellor. So I, I see clients one to one. I have to do some written work, um, and sometimes that might involve presentation, talking in a group. I I struggle um, with notes. I struggle with. Um, um, names so kind of even sometimes remembering my clients names I know that I am very conscious of it so um, if I was to do maybe a short um, notes about a session I would need to be in a, a quiet room um, without any distraction and, and just to just sit in that room um, and, and I'll be able to finish it maybe in a, in a half an hour um, but if I'm if I'm in a room with um, and often I am in a room with other you know with other colleagues um, and they might be talking amongst themselves I, I, I probably would I, I do struggle um, with that and I'm not always able to actually type type what I what I want to say about the sessions um, before seeing a client I would often um, you know, kind of look up the client's names. Sometimes I ask my colleague, if it's the first time I've seen a client, I'll ask my colleague um, how to pronounce the client's names. Um, so um, my memory isn't too bad once I've, you know, connected with, with, with the client and I've had a few sessions with the client. I could often remember the client's stories and maybe what we've spoken about in the past. Um, sessions, but but um, but often my challenge is probably kind of yeah writing down session notes, um, maybe doing a report. Those are you know the kind of struggles I, I I kind of have really with with dyslexia. But it sounds like you found ways of coping with your dyslexia. Do you think dyslexia ever has or ever will stop you from doing anything you want to do? I think dyslexia isn't a dis. Uh, I don't see it as a as a disability I see it as almost like it's a way of looking at um, maybe looking at the, the written word in a, in a different way or experiencing the, the world in a slightly different way um, so uh, my dyslexia means that I, I experience um, 
Uh, I'm a lot more creative, I think, with how I remember or how I experience things that are going on around me. Um, I know that it's a bit strange, really, because um, I sometimes use things like mind maps when I have to do like presentations. It's quite easy for me to remember a drawing or to remember things um you know laid out a certain way but if it's just kind of written it's a lot more difficult for me to to remember it in that structure and so um if i go to places i remember how to how to go back if i've just been to somewhere um for the first time i'll know how to get back or how to go back um i just think my mind has just learned to be a lot more creative where where um i struggle with other things um like concentration and things like that so mm-hmm. i've just learned how to manage things differently really and cope so i don't think it should actually stop you from doing anything you want to the do whole fromage adventures in the detectable world of french cheese Delectable world of French cheese. Uh, Kathy Leeson, or Leeson, um, for a quarter of a century, Rocrofront would remain. Uh,